It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode <laughs> of the PHNX Podcast, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. Uh, Lindsay wrote my script today for the show, so I'm just uh, I'm just reading off the tablet. Touch. Jock was not in, in on the joke, so he was like, oh. he was like, what the Did fuck is going on? Oh, the original life Just a little bit. How is everybody? We got Saul Bookman, uh, Jock Ledell, and Girth, as always, uh, Gerald Borgay. Uh, Jock, how you been, man? You good? Good. I'm, I'm good, man. We've uh, come back from a nice little road trip there, so things are all right. Happy to be home, cruising. Phoenix is hot, yeah. which is great. <laughs> We're starting to come around to some summer or spring weather, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, no, things are good. Yeah, he should be happy because he got rid of that horrible haircut. Straight to it. Straight to it. Straight to it. My man needed a fade in the worst way. <laughs> yeah, it was. It got. Yeah, it got bad there for a second. It got bad there for a second. Have you Have you watched this show? So none of us should be talking shit about how anybody looks, how anybody yeah, dresses. Yeah, you were bragging on me for walking in in like sweats and a t-shirt, no, no for Canadian tux today, and now it's like the haircut. That's bad. What's next? First of all, I didn't bag on your clothes because that's how we always dress. Well, not him today. Uh, I got a date after this. Who with? My, my wife. <laughs> I, I hope. <laughs> if not, I just outed myself. Uh, that's, that's not good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a fucked up way to be put on the spot. Oops. <laughs> like, Thanks, John. Who's your, who's your date with? Uh, it's my wife now. <laughs> Sweetheart, we're going on a date tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I've the reservation book for weeks. <laughs> oh man! Well, I'm I'm glad we've uh, oh, we now, started that off with a banger. Uh, after your Lindsay crappy did little write this part of the script. <laughs> Gerald, do you want to make fun of anybody I before have, we get? I, I have nothing. Well. Uh, we've we've had an interesting week when it comes to the Suns, and uh, we'll get into some fun stuff. But of course, we got to talk about the news that broke after our show yesterday. Kevin Durant uh, officially going to be out two to three weeks uh, with an ankle sprain before he's reevaluated. How is everybody feeling? And Jock, I'm I'm going to start with you because you have obviously the the closest perspective of all this. What's, what's, the, te- <laughs> what's yes. the temperature like around around things uh, in terms of what's going on with you? Yeah, I mean, I think that um, 
we just started kind of getting used to life with Kevin Durant and, um, you know, we were all loving it. So uh, the initial, like, the initial thing was like, damn, like, how bad is it? And we hope he's going to be okay as soon as possible. And then, I mean, I really try and get to, to – I tried to gauge the temperature today at practice, just, you know, checked in with him uh, to ask how he was. And, I mean, he's in pretty high spirits. So um, I think that, you know, he said it was definitely a big improvement today. Um which is great to hear. Uh, I didn't get any of the specifics, but you know we've just got to continue the the little role that we've been on since that that trade deadline with him out of the picture for you know a couple of weeks and and make sure you know when he comes back to us uh, in in the you know the lead up week or two before before playoffs you know we hit the ground running. The thing with Kevin Durant is, and I've never seen anything like this, is he just slots in so seamlessly. Yeah. So it's like okay, the guy misses two to three weeks frustration you know we want him there as much as possible but we don't really need to get used to life with him because like you saw from the start he just slotted in so like it was seamless um so i think that that's like a real upside to what's going on and now he gets you know i don't want to say it's rest because the rehabilitation process of any injury is sometimes harder than actually playing games but like he gets some he gets some time off his his legs to just be really locked in on those playoffs and that, that push that we'll make so that you can, you know, take the good with the bad, I suppose. It, it looks it looks kind of, you know, from, from my perspective, looking at the entire – I think you guys have 16 games remaining. Um, I I actually think that this couldn't have come – you know, it, you don't want it to happen, but if mm-hmm. it came, um, I think you guys are in an opportunity where you're not having to have some brutal road trips. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have some crazy back-to-backs outside of maybe Monday, Tuesday coming up <laughs> uh, with the Warriors and the Bucks. Yeah, but I think the schedule actually <laughs> – lines up pretty favorably for you guys, especially the amount of home games you have left. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I think that's that, – I think th- th- these guys can definitely overcome that. Like yeah. I, I would be shocked if if they just went on some skid. It's so weird to talk about that. Like, <laughs> like he's not part of the team. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, but to your point, before he came back from uh, from the initial injury, you guys were, were rolling pretty mm-hmm. well as it was. So it's not like you're unfamiliar with – with playing with this group for you personally though it seemed like you and kd were, were starting to build a connection mm. out oh, there is a little dis- buds. Is, is it a little disappointing that you don't don't still have that uh, that connection there? yeah i was i was i was enjoying playing with him a lot um <laughs> it's he just reads the game and and you know i i heard book talk about it the other day but guy being the best scorer potentially of all time he's he just lets the game come to him he doesn't really ever force the matter and I think that that was really enjoyable um those last couple games was just playing with him it was how do I make his life easier and and we really figured that out Uh, in Chicago especially I I felt that you know he was so willing to get off the ball and play play in that short role and then we kind of just picked apart their defense um but then in Dallas as well, we kind of, you know, we, in the second half especially, we were really figuring out some little nuances to get the defense off of him because they were just hugging up on him the whole time. So being able to have a conversation with a guy of his caliber and really like work through it is pretty special and and I was loving it. One of the things that we all noticed uh, – sorry, Gerald, you'll get a word here in a second. Yeah, I, probably I apologize. Not. I'll talk to some uh, Just sit there all show. <laughs> um, one of the things that we all noticed watching this, these games and really – KD doesn't really give you a lot of body language. But Jock, I'm here to tell you that like he gives a lot of body language towards you. Like he's always he he'll he'll I've seen him be like, yeah, let's go, Jock. I've seen him slap you in the chest. I think Jock's like, probably seen I'm, that. Too. I'm, I'm, <laughs> felt it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, have you noticed that he's kind of gravitated towards you for whatever reason? Or is he just like that with everybody? We just don't see it. 
Um, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm not 100% it's sure. It's okay. You can uh, tell us if you guys are best friends. It's fine. <laughs> nah, Wait, I mean, he's well, your best friend now? I thought that was my position. <laughs> no. Oh, um, <laughs> damn it. Yeah, no. I think that we've just, like, we we developed that, that chemistry on the court pretty quickly. And, um, I mean, it kind of happened. You saw it early on in the season with Book and, and them. It was just, you know, I think they enjoy the, the, the toughness and the uh, intensity that I play with. And I don't necessarily think it's like um you know they love playing with me more so than anyone but i think there's just an appreciation there for it maybe i'm not 100 percent sure but um yeah i mean i i definitely noticed it in the bulls game a little bit um you know we were all kind of getting around each other and it was just that there was a bit of a team vibe going on like that uh and my, my brother was actually texting me from back home and sent me a clip of it and he was like because he's been one of the biggest kevin durant like mm. That's awesome. Praises of uh, ever, and he was like, "This is so fucking sick!" Like, blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, but at the moment, in the moment, you're just like, you know, um, I try and really just stay grounded with all that stuff, and I'm like, he's he's a good bloke, he's he's a good teammate, and you know, I, I try and just get on that kind of vibe. So, uh, yeah, I haven't really picked up on too much favoritism in that in that regard, but it's been very enjoyable to play with him. Have you oh. called him a dickhead yet? Jeez, man. If it makes you feel better, he was saying, because I asked him about the connection that you guys have had on the court because he's been in some of those bench heavy lineups and he was saying like, yeah, we've built chemistry pretty quick because I've just beamed him the ball and he's been able to catch it. Did you kind of like get hit with one? We're like, oh shit, okay. Uh, there, was, there, was, there was one that he beamed me in, uh, in Chicago and I had to go watch the, the, the clip back because I was like, damn, I might have really just stolen like a skip pass <laughs> to the corner or something, stuck my hand up and just like somehow just uh, stuck there and, and, and then I shot a floater. But um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, Patty Mills used to tell me that one of my best traits is just being in the right place at the right time a lot. So just being able to read that game, which I attribute a lot to playing in Europe. Um, I feel like that's something that uh, has, has really helped me in that regard. So um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it's it's been a lot of fun and um, just understanding that my job isn't to, I think that a lot of the pressure has just like internally has been taken off of, uh, okay, I need to go out there and, and score in the second unit and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Now I kind of flipped the switch on it and it's made my life a lot more easy and enjoyable is how do I make book, Book's job a lot easier when he's in the second unit. How do I make KD's job easier in the second unit? And that just comes from setting screens, reading what the defense is is kind of giving us, and um, and then just you know crashing those o, o boards as hard as I can, and getting some tip outs and, and extra possessions. So I feel like I've simplified it a lot, especially on that road trip, and that's really helped me feel like I'm playing some of my best basketball of the year. You got another one, Gerald. No. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Right. Cool. Have you called him a dickhead? <laughs> you really, you really went for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, no, I, I don't think so. That, that's that's reserved for you and myself. Nice. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, you know, you know, I also take a Four Peaks beer. There you go. Any chance I get, I'll take a Four Peaks beer. Uh, the Sun Brew that you can see on the table, one of my favorites, the Wild Wheat. Also, one of my favorites as well. Jer, what are we? We rarely get to ask you what is what is your favorite Four Peaks? Oh, it's definitely the Suns Brew. I order it every time I go there with the chicken tenders, and then like the can is really cool because it has the Suns logo on it. It's purple. It's it's a thing of beauty. I love that beer. It really is. I I love the 
Again, I say this a lot, but I never thought a beer can could feel like a work of art, and that one does <laughs> yeah. uh, to me. And don't forget, you can follow them on social at Four Peaks Brew to get all the latest information about their fantastic beers events going on at the 8th Street Pub. Uh, they had that cool beer can derby a couple weeks ago. You'll be up to date on those kind of things. And remember, you can go to fourpeaks.com slash events for all your beer week entertainment as well. And for me, every week's beer week, but they have a specific beer week out there at Four Peaks. You already know the best place to spend St. Patty's Day. That's right. It's not Craig Morgan's house. It's Four Peaks A Street Pub, of course. Hang with your favorite degenerates, uh, some of us, uh, and enjoy a damn good time. Just Just me. That's true. I am my own favorite degenerate. (laughs) I must be 21 years or older to enjoy uh, and enjoy responsibly. And then our friends at Circle K, our newest partner here at PHNX, have a great offer for you guys. Uh, we're excited to be partnered with them. They yeah. are uh, our favorite place to go grab a we quick We have a whole snack. snack rack, too. We do. We have a snack rack here. Fantastic. If I need a, a quick drink, I run over to the one on 7th hey, Street. Hey, Derek, the will you bring the snack rack over here? Oh, Derek's there we bring go. the snack rack. Hell yeah. Right. Derek's got it. Let's go, baby. <laughs> uh, they have my favorite road trip snacks. Uh, they have the best deals anywhere on these things. Uh, and my favorite location, again, is that one on 7th Street right off the freeway. I stop there on a regular. I feel like Derek's going to drop this thing. Here's Here Derek, go. folks. There's, There's a snack, snack rack. rack. We're going to bring that thing out to Bye, our, our meetup soon. Uh, right there. There, the snack rack goes away. Jock, you need a snack? You good? No, I'm good. All right, all right. Uh, so, uh, so we've got something excited, though, kicking off our partnership with our friends at Circle K. Uh, we've teamed up for an amazing giveaway opportunity. If you text PHNX to 31310, that's 31310, you can sign up for an opportunity to win $500 in, in a gas card, which who couldn't use that kind of money for gas right now as it keeps uh, going up in price. You can see the show notes for details uh, right now after the show. Make sure to do that because that helps us and helps you. Uh, and you can win that. Uh, one of the biggest things right now, discussions, in is the Western Conference and just the playoff picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things are so bunched up. I don't remember a time, maybe ever, in my 30-plus years of watching this league that that it's been this close. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. two through, what, 13 are all in the mix this year. I mean, your former team, the Spurs, uh, are the only ones that committed to not being <laughs> in the picture anymore. And the Rockets. The Rockets. Too. Too. Yeah, the Rockets, Rockets. too. The Rockets. We expected the Rockets there. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So, uh, so how do we feel about this? Is this just a byproduct of uh, you know parity in the league? Is this the West is just that stacked right now that these teams are, are this close? Or is load management making things a little bit closer in the league as well. Oh, I think that, like, I think the play-in tournament has been a big part of this. Mm-hmm. I think that we just don't see as many teams tanking as we used to, and there's no real race for the bottom outside of those two teams. So I think that, you know, whilst I was in the play-in tournament last year and you don't want to be in the play-in tournament, especially if you're the seventh and eighth seed, like, it's really picked up the league as a whole in terms of just making it as competitive as possible you know one through 13 let's say um on top of that yeah i think it's pretty stacked like i've uh, we've we've played just i mean we've played everyone at some point this year and there's never been a team that i've just been like wow like we have gotten no shot against these guys 
And there's never been a team where I've been like, okay, we're just going to absolutely dominate them night in and night out. So I think that it's pretty evenly shaped up right now. I still love our chances, but um, yeah, there's just so much going on right now in this 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 conference. I think uh, the biggest thing for me is, is the load management portion of this. I feel like to a degree has evened things out. Um, it has made the teams that in the preseason were considered to be the big time teams like the Clippers and uh, and, and such. Uh, they've kind of neutralized them a little bit. And, um, and obviously that's their own doing to a certain degree. But uh, I think that it is kind of even things out and, and, it, and it's bunched everybody up in the middle to a degree. Um, and it's also, you know, listen, it, it gives it gives the teams that were not successful before an opportunity to find that chemistry if they don't load manage to be able to to build upon that chemistry. And you're seeing that with teams like the Kings and they're being able to thrive uh, despite the fact that nobody picked them to be in the playoffs before the season started. So I think it's a great thing for the league and, and makes hell. It makes the last two, three weeks of the season even that much more fun because now you, you everybody's scoreboard watching. Every single game, like even, I mean, Memphis Warriors last night, you're like watching to see, oh, what kind of movie can the Suns make and all this other stuff. So it's fun. Yeah. I mean, the standings are so bunched up and because of the play in, like it's not just before it was the top eight teams. And even this year, if you look at it, like the Mavs in eighth are one and a half games ahead of the Lakers. Normally that's a little bit of separation, but now it's the top 10 and then there are three teams right below that line. So it's it's kind of crazy what that has done. Um, I don't I don't know as much about load management. I do think we're more careful now with injuries than in the past just because the science has evolved to that point. But also like it's been a ton of injuries like Curry's yeah. missed time. Zion's missed time. You guys have had a guy on the injury report every other day. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's just been wild in that regard. So the teams that have stayed healthy like the Nuggets, the Kings, they're at the top for the reason. But it is fun to watch because like one win or one loss for those teams stacked like five through nine, you can jump from nine to five overnight pretty much. It's it's kind of fun. I, I The playing tournament thing is an interesting point though because where in the past, if you were 11, 12, 13, you pack it in. And, yeah. and Well, players don't, but organization-wise, you start changing your mindset about right. we're fighting for this playoff yeah. spot to we're looking to next year. But now... There's no point in doing that because no. usually 10 through 13, they're, they're within striking distance. And what was that like as a player last year uh, getting into that play and, and knowing, yeah, every game does matter more because we have this now? Well, there was like a legit conversation at one point around uh, between, you know, the, the, the top end of the spectrum in the locker room and, and pop and um, on what direction they were going to run it. You know, were we going to try and win games or are we going to, you know, pack it in and try and get a high draft pick? And uh, credit to DeJounte Murray, he was the one who really led the charge on like, nah, we want to we want to win right now. Um, so once that, once that whole conversation kind of happened, I couldn't tell you when it actually happened, but um, once that conversation happened, it was like, all right, like let's, let's go see how far we can take this thing. Um, and... It's just it's funky because it's like when you were we were when we were kind of like in that in between area of we don't know if we if we're going for it we don't know if we're you know we're going to try and lose um, you just confuse on a night in night out basis of what the rotation will be because you know you might not necessarily be putting the best team out there every night um, it's bizarre uh, 
really hard as a player to, to find enjoyment in that, I suppose. Um, but once we kind of flipped that that page and we really started, you know, trying to win games and stuff, we went a little tear at the end of the year and made it into 10th or whatever it was, um, you know, that was that was enjoyable. And then just to get that experience in the play-ins yeah. is like if I hadn't had that experience in the play-ins, I wouldn't have known what playoff basketball even looked like mm. going into what what will be one of the you know big contenders for a championship. So then all of a sudden it's like this is my first experience in in the playoffs, the intensity, the crowds, the atmosphere, all of you know the media hype, all of that stuff. So I'm I'm glad that I got that experience last year. Um, I think it's it's big just to be able to get that going forward. But um, I think to your point, I, I I think that the league has been really unlucky with with injuries this year, as you said. Um, a lot of the superstars have been out ex- for extensive amounts of time, but nowadays they don't rush you back. It's 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 on you as a player. Like, how do you feel? When are you ready? And and I think that um, they really take it take it easy on 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 the recovery period because they want you to be one hundred and ten percent rather than ninety nine percent. Yeah. Uh, you know that you're not pushing pushing yourself out there like in Europe when I was there I was you know and if I had an injury you know I would be asked to play at 70 percent and that's just kind of the difference in the league and, and other leagues around the world is that management of, of players being like legit assets nowadays I think is real and um, you know they really try and look after you because there's a long-term picture rather than a win everything right now picture you you don't have to answer <laughs> this but to your you bring up DeJounte being a voice that said, hey, we want to play for this. Was there anybody that was like, nah, we're good? <laughs> like, I can't imagine a player would, no. would be like, nah, we're good. Let's get that yeah, draft, that draft man, I, got reserva- <laughs> I got reservations in the Bahamas, man. <laughs> yeah, right. let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> uh, nah, there was, there was none of that. But I think that's a legit thing. Like, I'm sure guys really do start planning holidays and stuff, you know, based off of being knocked out early. So, um I don't know if that's real or not, but I've I've heard you know you've. But I've it heard wasn't it in a, your locker. Nah, room. not in our locker room. We were we were all very eager to try and play as long as possible. I mean, the D backs guys they're always planning their 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 vacations around the end of September anyway, so they know what it feels Damn. like to be in that position. Jeez. That's tough. Jeez. Sorry, well, what, you, let me just clip. You were talking about our D backs hosts, not the players, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh God. <laughs> So looking at it from from a son's perspective, how important is home court to you guys in, in, in this? Because with it as compact, it's, it, it's as logical to say you could get to second as it is you could fall to sixth with everything in, in the next few weeks. So how important is home court? I think it's important to anyone. Um, not not that I'm biased or anything, but and I'll, I'll base this off of last year's um, – you know, experience, and then I, you know, I FaceTime Mikhail yesterday, and we were talking about it as well. But the fan bases here and how they operate on a night in and night out basis of being like, I think I think is one of the most passionate fan bases in the NBA. So that advantage of having that behind us, like I felt that last year, there was no stadium I walked into where I was like, damn, like this this crowd is pumping. And given you guys were the best team in the NBA last year, it was like. A no-brainer that this was the place that you wanted to avoid if you were an away team, just because of the what they had going on with their with their fan base. But um, I think any time that you can kind of string out, you, you know, your rest at home and 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 start here, have one extra game here, um, is is a huge advantage. Uh, 
and and that just comes from experience in, in finals elsewhere. But um, yeah, I mean, anyone wants to have home court advantage if they can get it. I don't think anyone wants to start on the road, you know, no matter what. I th- I think I think, and you guys can you guys can each tell me if I'm wrong. But it felt like the finals year, that crowd was on like an all time high, right? Obviously, we were all you know, stuck because of COVID and we didn't get a chance to go out to the, a lot of these games. And when the playoffs hit, that's when they kind of opened things up. So everything was kind of right place, right time. Um, and last year I felt like maybe, I mean, let's be honest. I think everybody was like, oh, we're a 64 win team. We're the best team in the league. Like, let's just get to the, the Western Conference finals. And then that, then that's when the, then that's when we'll get really excited. Right. And then obviously the round two happened. I feel like this year is going to be more like the finals run uh, than it was last year just because of the fact that KD is here. Mm. I feel like people are electric about the fact that we're back in contention. Uh, and not that we weren't in contention before, but obviously your your chances increase when you get a guy like KD on, in the fold. So I think we're about to see like an electric atmosphere once the playoffs hit this year. Yeah, I, I think as someone who was in the building for both playoff runs, like the 2021 year was unbelievable. Was I've never heard an arena in any sport that electric and every game there was something going on during timeouts there was a kid that like took his shirt off or whatever there was something every single game and last year it was still very loud but there was that unease that crept in when book got hurt when cp3 was playing through the quad thing or whatever like it was just a little different i do think this year like you're you're gonna enjoy it (laughs) i think it's gonna be really cool we experienced a little bit of a lot like even last night before you know or two nights ago before KD got injured, there was a real buzz yeah. throughout that entire game in the arena. And once we started really getting going in that second half, it was like, <laughs> we haven't had this too many times this year. Yeah. So you can already feel little inklings of it. And I think it's just going to you know explode once we get to playoffs. I, I think the other thing that wasn't mentioned about 2021 was the, the playoff drought, uh, you know, yes. being broken oh, yeah, and, and all yeah. that. There was a lot of, Pent up energy because of that. It'd been ten as, years. Uh, yeah, are right. Ten yeah. years. Longest uh, drought in franchise yeah. history. So like I think awful. that's like a big part in it. Uh and a lot of there was a lot of angst over those years. And <laughs> you know what I wish we had had back then? Little OGs. OGs. <laughs> it would have taken the edge off of a lot of the uh, the angst and uh, and annoyance uh, for it's the best for, edible in the game, and they got that new happy balance THC the CBD uh, gummy one to one. It you know it ache, cool you know it'll uh, calm your aches and pains. <laughs> I was looking at my knee because I was like, is that this where is, your aches this and pains is where, are? This is where all the the, the pain comes in. <laughs> all those years of high school you know basketball. I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know, and then uh, and then it kind of settles you down and chills you out, so that way you don't lose your shit. Uh, because Espo's trying to dog your high school basketball career. So yeah, you're good. <laughs> I'm not dogging. You were a legend in high school basketball here. I was a failed basketball manager in high school. You have the better career. Were you like one of those you. one of those basketball managers where, like on senior night, they let you go in for five minutes? No, I didn't even get that. Yeah. I was. I, mean, I, I wouldn't have given that to you either. That's why I was asking. I'm just. I'm gonna be honest. My 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 basketball management career ended in middle school. I wasn't good enough to make the middle school team. I wore the Canadian tuxedo and on the sidelines. And uh, have you seen? Yeah. Makes sense. Have you seen sense. my guy with Devin Booker when he first got here? No. Devin's throwing him alley oops on like a nine foot hoop. No. <laughs> it chance. was his rookie year. There used to be on the second <laughs> on the second level of the arena. Oh yeah. Like the. Uh, I'm gonna have, the to, have to pull that video up at yeah. some point. How well, do I have that video? And then Book in his uh, <laughs> at training camp his first year 
beat me in 2K like 160 to 43. Like it was that so video. Just, you just suck. Like. Oh, I suck. In general, th- <laughs> this is about yeah. the only thing I can do marginally well. And he's struggling to read the. Well, you know, you know, he's struggling well, to do to it anyway. Show, Lindsay, Lindsay writes a little funny. Is I'm gonna blame <laughs> it on. On Lindsay, which oh, we were talking about OGs. That's right. Yes. Uh, it's, it's official. As Saul mentioned, those OGs new strawberries and cream Happy Balance gummies are live on the shelves. Uh, I don't know that you could be taped delayed on the shelves, but anyways, as always, you can find them at your local dispensary by checking out OG brand ogsbrands.com. Must be twenty one. And older to enjoy. Hey, Espo, I hate yes. to interrupt, but we are getting a call from okay. someone. Uh, Gerald's here, so who's calling in? Hello, men. It is I. Yes, God is a woman. And yes, erectile dysfunction is a sick, joke I play on you. But just as in the game of life, I have provided paths for you to find help with your ailments. ED is not embarrassing unless you refuse to seek help. I should know. I made 50% of men have symptoms that get in the way of wanting or enjoying sex. I quite literally built you a community so you don't have to feel alone in your journey. Now, since I know it can be hard for many of you men to find a starting point, let me help you on your journey to treat ED. Roman. Roman is a digital health clinic for men. No waiting rooms, no hassle, and when they deliver, they're discreet and quick. The opposite of what you're trying to be in the bedroom. I quite literally cannot make this any easier for you, so to learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, go to ro.co slash phnx to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co slash phnx. Goodbye. I have follow-up questions, God. Are you still there? <laughs> God, it's me, Mary. What is that? Like, Why is Julia Child's what God? The, I didn't know God was from Wales. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'll be happy. To oh, oh, oh yeah. Good job. Oh, my there was a lot going on there. <laughs> Wait, Red Jock had no idea that this was happening. No so he was like, any heads up. He was like, what the hell's happening right now? Man. Just be happy God stepped in and do, did it because all my ad was just a bunch of jock puns and with, oh, yes. with this. So worse. it's probably yeah. safer that God. You're lucky our, our, our oh. ads guy also did, was not part of this because he had some other things to say about it. And I was like, come uh, on, guy. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, the, I, you know what? I wish I had a, a hat today because Jock had the right idea. Pull it down just over your head. Just pull Act it down. like you're not here. Yeah. Everything will be okay. We'll get through it. We'll get through it together. Uh, you mentioned that you uh, spoke to Mikhail recently, and we. Uh, uh, how enjoyable is it for you to see your former teammates succeeding in Brooklyn and 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 playing well? Out there? Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, him. Cam, they're, they're both doing great. Uh, you know, I'm seeing them out there with Pat, my boy Patty last night playing well as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a good mix. I fa- you know, Mikhail FaceTimed me or I FaceTimed him two days ago on that, you know, him, Cam and Patty were all on the training table um, going into their game last night against Milwaukee. So I got to talk some shit with them for a bit. But, um, yeah, it was. I'm happy for him, man. He uh, He's 
making the most of that opportunity. I've heard they've got some Brooklyn Bridges things going on out there. <laughs> yeah. so, like, Got to make pretty, that money, right? Pretty sweet. Pretty <laughs> sweet. So I still fucking hate him, but he's, you know, he's a good guy. <laughs> he's a good guy. So I'm pumped for him. I'm pumped for him. Yeah, I mean, it's been cool to watch him just take kind of the breakout he was having here and carry it over there. Yeah. He's averaging 25 on 50, 40, 90 splits so far with the Nets. Like, he's just been balling out. I... I, I am curious, how has he been kind of adjusting? I know he was saying he understands like it's Kevin Durant as far as the trade, but just how has he been sort of acclimating to a new team, a new city, all that? I think he just, like, I think it's just, it's part of life. It's a part of the game. And, um, you know, I've, I've not directly asked him about it because I just don't think that's something I need to really chime in on. But, um, yeah. you know, he's, uh, he sounds like he's doing well. Um, and I think that he's showing that he's doing well. Like a guy who's a guy who is really in his feels and upset about it, I'm sure wouldn't be adjusting to a new environment as well as he has and, and you know, shooting those splits and playing as well as he has. You know, there'd be a bit more sulking going on, feeling sorry for yourself. But I think he's just taken what's happened and just run with it. And um, it's great to see. And I think it shows, you know, the level of professionalism that Mikhail holds as, a, as, as an individual. And, um, yeah, he's, he's crushing it. So, you know... All praise to him. But let's what, be fair, wait, wait, though. What does he hate about Brooklyn the most? <laughs> the traffic, I think. <laughs> there we go. Uh, I knew there was something. I mean, yeah. Who on. doesn't? But you're you're acting like he, he accolade. Well, it wasn't like they sent him to freaking Indiana or OKC. They sent yeah. him to, <laughs> to one of the one of the best cities of the world. So I guess True. there's worse places you can walk. But out, like right? to come from, it's like a complete. Uh, well, if you're talking about the city, sure. Yeah. Like you know, That's great. Yeah, okay. Well, like <laughs> well, his the the environment of the team that he's on, yeah. it's like the Toronto Raptors 2.0. It's a completely different style of basketball that they play there as opposed to here. So I thought that there was going to be like a little struggle period for a second there and he just went in there and dropped 40 and I was like, yeah. oh, okay, he's good. Did, did you call up your boy Patty and you're like, hey, take care of these guys? Like, did you? No, did you fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> not that babysitter. <laughs> it's not like dudes are doing that for me. So I was like, whatever. You didn't, Pop didn't call Monty and say, hey, take care of Jock? No. All right. <laughs> I, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I, well, it well, now you open up the can of words. Did Pop ever say anything to Monty about you? That you know of? I've never asked. Oh, never you got to ask? Monty, what did you know about me before I showed up? I'm sure Monty has some good stories. <laughs> I never asked. I just got on, got on with business. The pop just texted, make sure he gets haircuts. The guys <laughs> laugh a lot if he doesn't. <laughs> You're going to pull that one out. Yeah. Yeah, no Thanks. problem. Hey, he brought it up. I'm just, it's a callback. It a half hour ago, though. It's called a callback joke. Right? Oh, okay. Right. As if, as if Jock doesn't hold his own with me, that he can't handle me giving him a, give him a Fair joke enough. there. Yeah. True. So, for context for the, the fine viewers, we were sitting in, these guys are giving me a hard time about my haircut because we were sitting in uh, the middle of the Chicago game in the fourth quarter. And it's like it's you know it's a reasonably close game at the time, and uh, Monty's drawing something up on the board, and I, I look up, and I'm not going to name names because I don't want you know Monty to get angry at people <laughs> laughing behind him or anything. But there's like four or five guys standing in a row just staring at me, and laughing, and I'm trying to like look at the board, but I'm looking up like what the fuck are you laughing at? Like what's going on? <laughs> and they all were just laughing at my hair because I had like this slick comb over and like. Yeah, it wasn't good. So they were all giving me a hard time, and now I walk in the office here today, and everyone's doing the same thing. Sorry, man. <laughs> well, I was, I, I actually said you got a haircut. It looks nice, and then I was like, because the other thing you had was not nice. 
I thought, I thought it's like a, it's like, it's like a backward compliment. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. Yeah. Let me shake your hand and then slap you across the face. <laughs> That's yeah. the Bookman way. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, is, it is. It is. It is. Hey, you're one of us if you're getting yeah, I mean, so. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so uh, when it, I, I got to ask one one other thing. We got into debate yesterday. We were talking with uh, with a friend of the program, uh, Dr. Adam Anacone, and we were talking about high tops versus low tops as a player. Does it matter? Is there any? Does it make any difference to you as a player? Uh, so I used to tape and wear high tops, and I started just like a lot of the pressure in that should be like distributed across my legs evenly was then avoiding that because it was just so stiff and locked up, mm-hmm. and going straight to my knees. So my end of my first year in in um, in the pros out in Europe, I ended up just going low tops, no tape. And like my knee pain cleared up. So I just like for me, that's the only reason that I wear low tops is that like it allows a lot more range of motion in my ankles whilst I'm playing and doesn't restrict all that movement to then impact this. Wow. I I think that's something people will consider is the whole kinetic chain of the body. One thing is (laughs) I used to work for a sports medicine company. Why am I getting laughed at? You all host this. Lindsay, you want in? No, Lindsay says she I knew as soon as he said that word, fuck it, I was like, Gerald's going to laugh here in a second. And <laughs> he laughed first. <laughs> oh, Gerald's the only oh, one allowed please. to have a vocabulary. Please, please, continue with the <laughs> kinetic chain. I like please. it when he uses I'm big words. I'm just, in, in general, though, I don't think people consider everything that goes on mm. with you guys. I mean, athletes and, and performance athletes like you guys, you are a well-oiled machine. Like you mm. got to consider all that, especially in today's game. No question. And I think that, like, especially in my position, playing the five and always being under the basket, where there's a lot of individuals around, the risk for rolling your ankles probably a bit more. Like a lot of bigs wear, you know, high uh, high tops, whatever you want to call them, and tape their ankles. But it, for me, it was just the trade-off between you know my body feeling good and and p- the potential of rolling my ankle, which hasn't happened yet so that's phenomenal i had no idea nobody's ever said anything like that i mean we've been i've been around the game for a while i've never heard that at all that's fantastic and this is why they have the highest level of you know training staff compared to you know joe schmo that's playing out there on on the basketball court you mean us comparing to uh, comparing injuries to us walking to the studio and turning isn't the same shit who would have guessed it's not the same at all yeah that was the worst part about when the kd news broke was people who played high school basketball talking about when they twisted their ankle in high school and i'm like you're like oh i just i just you know i just put this velcro over the top and it just solved everything like shut the fuck up no i didn't my favorite was everybody uh, on Twitter, who all of a sudden became an eight-year doctorate, just because you were in school for eight years does not mean you have, have the expertise to break down any of this. So, yeah. uh, but you know who does have expertise? Our friends at Illegal Pizza, and their expertise is in fine Mexican food and margaritas. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, and if you're looking for a place to watch March Madness, Illegal Pizza is where you can get it done. Get a fat burrito, a margarita, and watch your bracket play out. And the best part is, if your bracket busts, you at least already have that margarita to drown your sorrows. Uh, and if you're hosting a watch party, you can grab a burrito box for the whole crew at your place uh, and do that. I'm a, I think we might have to do that because we got the the four the three TVs here. 
we'll watch some games. We'll probably have to pick up some illegal pizza as well. Uh, the full menu's got the tacos, the salads, the burritos, the nachos. That's what my body's built on. It's pretty obvious, and you can enjoy <laughs> it uh, as well, as well as their full bar with cocktails and beers and their piping hot queso. And you know what? You want to get it at a discount? Happy hour every day. Three to six. I don't know why they call it happy hour when it's three hours. Everybody does this, but you can go there. Three to six, and nothing cures that. My bracket is busted in the first round, like fresh limes, tequila, lots of tequila. So you picked ASU. Sweet agave. We'll we'll even see if they get in the bracket. We'll find out. Uh, Try out Legal Pete's (laughs) Coin Premium or Frozen Margarita. Stop by. Or once again, happy hour, three to six every day. And Saul, I believe you have a pick of the week. I do Draft have a pick Kings, of the right? week. The the university, the University of Arizona Blech. is playing uh, Arizona State. And I guarantee I'm not going to pick anything from that game. Oh. I'm going to go UCLA getting upset by Oregon tonight in the Pac-12 tournament. Just take the straight money line. That's all you need to know. Take the Ducks. They played them twice. They played them close twice. Uh, the third time should be the charm. I thought you were going to reverse jinx your team again, man. I'm, I'm no, no. It worked the first time. You can only do it once. Wow. And I reverse jinxed you guys because <laughs> I said you guys were going to get Molly Watt by UCLA. Mm-hmm. And you did. Um, so, yeah. I reverse jinxed the Nuggets tonight on the Bet show. So He also, oh, reverse, he I also get reversed. Fined. I'm not he, supposed to say that word on the show. He also reverse so. jinxed U of A because he picked ASU, ASU tonight in the money line, which is I the did. most absurd thing ever. I, I did. These guys wow. are not losing to these fucking Sun Devils twice in a row. There's no fucking way. <laughs> I'm not a big college basketball guy. How's your team doing, Jock? I'm not lying either. I'm not St. Mary's is pretty good. St. Mary's good. St. Mary's is good, and then they got smacked by 40 against Gonzaga in the yeah. championship game. Thanks for bringing that up. Sorry to bring that up. So no uh, NCAA tournament, you say? <laughs> nah, they'll be, in, they'll, be in the to- they'll be in the tournament. Well, they'll be in the tournament. If you want to pick any of our alma maters in the tournament you can do it at the DraftKings sportsbook app now when you sign up use that code phnx new customers can bet five dollars on any nba game and get two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly only at the DraftKings sportsbook as official sports betting partner of the nba use that code phnx minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes as a general rule of thumb i think any team that loses to a west coast conference team by 35 plus points should not make the tournament. ASU would be in that category because they got housed by San Francisco. Why are you? Man, why are you ragging just, on WCC? Uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Hang on. You you do get off the stage. Have you not seen Gonzaga go to the championship? No, game? no, no like, Gonzaga's fantastic. They're fan. It's still St. Mary's. You're not helping. But but the Dons are not, and you should never lose to the Dons by 37 hey, points. Want- the Dons are coming into their own now. I, I don't like they the haven't Dons. been good. I since don't like Gonzaga at Bill all. Russell. I don't like BYU, and thank God they're gone. But St. <laughs> Mary's is a fucking good basketball. They team. are. They are. They are. They so are. Let's just. They are. My bad. Okay, okay, my bad. My bad. Let's pop up here in a second. <laughs> I so want a St. Mary's U of A matchup just for you two. We. Uh, I, pl- I played. They played. In the I was there when he played. Why not? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Right up there against Lowry. How did that work out? There's so much I want to say about that game. <laughs> Please do. No, I can't. I, I, I can't because then I'll be throwing one of my boys under the bus. Oh, what? No, come on. Come on. We'll I want to hear it. We should have won that game is all I'm going to say. You we guys lost by double game. digits. What do you mean you should have won that game? We were up by double digits going into a very specific period during that game. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say, all right? Look, I hope you get your chance at revenge again. Didn't Pope you guys play Man, BCU yeah. that first round? 
Yeah, we smoked them too. Yeah, you did. I was there for that. We smoked them. Let's too. look at some of the uh, super chests we have before we have a full on altercation here. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was losing this. This this now, this now sounds like Dylan Brooks Draymond right here. Oh, a much man. lamer version because it's all involved. Same, same podcast. <laughs> same pod. Uh, Bowdy Bay says, "Jock, if we win it all, Michael and Cam." First half of the season contributed big time. Uh, would you invite them to the parade? Uh, you have access, you have unofficial, access. but celebrating. Would I invite Mikhail and come yeah. to the yeah. They wouldn't come. I feel like he yeah, would, they wouldn't. They, they probably come. wouldn't come. But <laughs> wouldn't and, come. yeah, I mean that that's probably not my place to invite them either. I'm I'm fresh, <laughs> fresh man. I'm fresh on the scene, so I'll let the other boys do that. Uh, so. Super chat from DC. Thanks, DC. Jock and Katie better than MJ and Pippin. I've seen so many of these <laughs> kinds of memes around. Like so many. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, if you want, mate, like sure. Which are you, MJ or Pippin? <laughs> Probably Pippin. <laughs> I, I didn't I don't know. You always come in here with such swagger and confidence. I thought you might say oh, might say MJ. <laughs> not 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 on that one, mate. How about not you? Me. You're MJ, and I'm the guy that got uh, the security guard that that, Doing you know, that, that guy. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> me. All right. No, you were one of the blokes in the background. <laughs> Fair enough. At least I was there. Uh, oh, let's end this one with a little fun, as if not insulting me isn't fun enough. Uh, there is there's this meme floating around on uh, online that says. Uh, you have to survive 20 minutes with one of the following animals to receive $100 million. A bear, a tiger, a hippo, or an alligator. Who are you choosing? Jock, you can start. Wait, wait. So I have to survive against that. Against for that minutes. for 20 minutes. Alligator. Yeah. Am I, well, it depends on the environment. Am I on dry land or am I in the water? It's a good question. I'm going to say you're in the water. Oh, oh well, shit. That well, that's, that completely changes. <laughs> You're in, they, I'm, yes, they have home court advantage. Right. Oh, okay. So that what is it? Bear, tiger, hippo, and alligator. I'm not going in the water. That's just no. not going to happen. Jeez. Uh, hmm. I, I, think, I think the answer here is if you're in their home, I go bear. As long as the bear has not snorted like... A bunch of cocaine right before. What's your plan of attack? Like how you curl up and act like I'm already dead. That's my plan of attack. But that only works against you're not fucking winning any money. Yeah, no. (laughs) Uh, Do I look like I'd win against anything? Like that's my best uh, hope. A bear might think that you're like one of them. So yeah. like, hey, you know what I, mean? I I just don't have to die. It doesn't mean that we can't have a relations if that's where oh it goes. Oh my god! It's God, what are we talking about? It's about relations? That's not, that's not where I was going. Oh my at god! All. What? Oh you need to get god. to that date with the wife. <laughs> I said. Oh my god! What? Oh my god! I'm probably gonna. I'm probably gonna go to the bear though. I'm probably gonna go to the bear. How are you gonna beat the bear? You have to. I'm just running away. I'm Dude, not, the I'm bear not, is fast. I'm not outpacing your tiger. Yeah, I'm not out climbing faster. either of them. So it's got to be on the feet. I'm running, Man. and I'm not going to out wrestle him. Like if you think you're going to go in there and beat one of them up, yeah. And you got to remember, he's the one on this set outside of Gerald that's in shape. So he can go with the running. I do that. I'm dead in two minutes. <laughs> oh, like, and the bear's catching me. Or I might, 
damn, I might also like the hippos bring out my like inner Steve Irwin crocodile yeah. Dundee and take the alligator right. and I wrestle mean, it. Just Ace Ventura. Yeah. yeah. You might Ventura, be able to do that better I'm than I'll run a bear. Yeah. Did you really suggest hippo? You know how vicious hippos are? Yeah, but again, hippos no. hippos got to catch you on the ground. Bruh, We're in the water. Yeah, you're in the water. Oh, yeah, that's right. Literally. Yeah. Yeah, I, you ever honestly, seen that video of the hippo like coming up out on that the boat? back of the boat? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I I will say this: if at least if a hippo got me, he'd probably smash my head like a watermelon, and I'd be out of my misery real quick. That's true. <laughs> that is such a such a. So you're going for the quick death, not the money. There's no way I'm going to survive twenty minutes dying, in the water. So. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the alligator. The I'm tiger. Gerald? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the alligator. I think you just stay on top and keep its mouth as shut as you can. And in the water. I mean, there's no in, good There's no staying here. on top in the water. He just spins you. There's no good option here. But if alligators yeah. aren't hungry, they're going to eat the alligator. Well, we're going to go with they're hungry. <laughs> I mean, oh, wow. And that, the bear's on cocaine. That, that's the point. <laughs> there is no bear. good option here. That's why you'd win $100 million if you want it. Like, yeah. if it was like, hey, Flamingo or these other three, yeah, you know what the hell you're doing. Yeah, but. you're losing a limb or two regardless. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. We'll end on one other note. Beef, is it good? Uh, not the food, but uh, arguments. Is it good for the NBA? 100%. I think that, like, the technical rules should definitely, like, take a massive step back. Um, I don't think players should be out there punching each other in the face, but I think that we should be able to embrace the the culture of basketball and, like, talk to one another in a competitive manner and, and kind of get after in that regard and, and have beef with one another or whatever that might look like. But I think that I think they need to take a step back on these on these uh tech rules because it just it's like you try and you're trying to take the emotion out of the game when we're a bunch of emotional, highly competitive individuals and it's just like I don't think that that's good for it at all because then you feel like a bit of a robot. Um so I think they should let that stuff run way more than they do. Yeah. And tell us, do you have any surprising beef? Anybody you got beef with? Uh, yeah, one, but I'm not going to say his name. You yeah, looked at fair. me like uh, I got beef with you too, but that's, uh, <laughs> that's not on. Well, it was you, and then it turned to Saul with all the WCC. I, I, I really wanted to ask Jock this question, but I really don't want to get him a fine. But I will say that I was a big fan of Fred Van Fleet's little a tirade the other day oh, yeah. uh, about I the refs. I haven't seen it. I only oh, heard about right. it. It is he one of on. the top ten rants I've ever heard of all time. Yeah, right. And it was so – he was very like Hannibal Lecter about it, just very calm. <laughs> yeah. He was, and he was just dropping f bomb after f bomb after f bomb, calling the officials out and everything. And thirty grand is all he got. Yeah, that's it. Got his money's worth. <laughs> he for did. Sure. He yeah. did. That's good. No, Do you have all. anything, Gerald? No. I, I <laughs> no. That's the exact question this, you asked. So. I think I think this is officially the fewest minutes Gerald's talked in a show, and I apologize. Gerald. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, that's the end of our program. Don't try and act like a good guy now the show's right. Oh, I'm not a good guy. <laughs> You're talking over him the whole time. I've never been a good guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody, nobody claimed I am. I'm not used to hosting. Lindsay was like, I'm done. I'm not. You host. <laughs> so I had to do it. So I, I do what I have to do. It's not exactly how that went yeah, down. Isn't, that isn't <laughs> how it went down at all. Lindsay, let me host just one time. <laughs> let, me, let me please. Uh, you can follow uh, Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. You can follow Gerald at Gerald Bourget. Uh, you can watch Jock tomorrow night as he takes on well the whole team, not just Jock. Jock's taking the kids. Jock versus Kings. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> and you can follow the show at PHNX underscore Suns. You can follow me at Espo. And remember, 
Jock really does like me, no matter what he says. Oh, wait, 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 before you... Lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. PHNX, though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. I'll always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like Dan G.